there she is. Oh wait, no, that's not her. <laughs> Newman Enterprises is mine. No, it's mine. Welcome to Take Two Radio. We are pleased to bring you interviews with people in the entertainment and music industry, discussions and recaps of the four remaining daytime soaps, that's The Bold and the Beautiful, The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, and Days of Our Lives, as well as various other shows. For upcoming and previous shows, check Take2Radio.com, that's with the number two, and you can find us on Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and other streaming apps. Follow us on social media at Take2Radio, and thanks for listening. And good evening, everyone. Welcome to Take-Two Radio. This is Pam, your host. And joining me tonight, I have, I think all my co-hosts are here. I mean, usually we're missing one or two, or you know, including myself, because <laughs> things come up. So uh, <laughs> I have David, I have Carolyn, I have Candace, I have Anthony. So welcome, crew. Hey. 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 Yay, for once, Yay. this is a good one. Yay. Okay, well, <laughs> I know we're How all excited to get... How could anyone miss a show like tonight? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I was just going to say, we're all really excited tonight, if anybody can't tell. Uh, we have with us an award-winning actor and producer who has been in the entertainment business since childhood. He starred on the iconic TV show Family Matters as the adorable Richie Crawford. He dabbled in magic on the Vampire Diaries as Luca and has been a fan favorite on The Young and the Restless as Devon Hamilton. So let me check and see if our guest is with us. You guys go ahead and chat for a little bit. Okay. Well, Well. everybody stocked up on hand sanitizer and toilet paper. You know what? <laughs> I can't. I can't. I was trying to be. I was thinking we're going to be serious stuff, yep. and then he busts out the toilet paper hand sanitizer. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, wait a minute. Hold on. Brighton, is that you? That's me. Okay. Well, Hello. welcome, Brighton James. Yeah. Hey. Thank <laughs> you for having me. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> Oh, hey thank you very much. How's everybody doing? Don't hanging in there. We're doing good, sir. <laughs> My all we can do. <laughs> all we can do. We're hanging in there. That's right. Yeah, all, hang in there and be positive. I mean, always. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm just glad we do this this show by phone because I don't know if we can pack us all social distancing up in the studio. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Being a bubble. Yeah, and we're Can't calling, get any we're more calling social from, distancing than this. We're all talking from different locations. I'm in Chicago, and David's in New York. Anthony, oh, wow. are you in New York right now or Florida? You're in Florida, right? I'm in Miami, yeah. Okay. And Candace? I'm in Baltimore. And Carolyn? St. Pete, Florida. There we go. And, <laughs> Brighton, 
and Brighton. <laughs> I am in Los Angeles. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Coast to coast on this call. That's good. Uh That's right. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, we want to thank you so much for joining us tonight. We really appreciate it. And and normally I would say it, you know, for you taking the time out of your very busy schedule, but at the moment, unfortunately, (laughs) I don't think that's the case. That is not the case at all. (laughs) We're happy to take this time. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to keep you busy for a little while, if that's all right. (laughs) Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. You're very welcome. Absolutely. Our Twitter has blown up since we announced you. Yes, yes. Blown up. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. I'm I'm (laughs) very happy to, to hear that. Well, we each have a couple questions for you, and then um, at the end of that, I would like to include a couple of things that the fans have said on Twitter, if it's okay with you. Of course, yes. Wonderful. Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So speaking of family matters, when I did my opening, I want to let you know I watch it every night on Nick at Night. It's, no, thank uh, you. <laughs> you're welcome. It's one of those shows that doesn't matter what age you are, you can still laugh and enjoy it. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. It, I, I hadn't seen it in in, in years actually until <clears throat> until they put it on Hulu um, a few a couple years back, or maybe just a year ago now. And uh, I had forgotten so many of the storylines and so many of the episodes. But it, it, you're absolutely right. It's it's I had I had a new appreciation for it as an adult watching. Because um, it's it's truly a show for for everyone. It's timeless. It is exactly. It's timeless. Um, what did you take away from acting as a young child into your adult acting? Um, the biggest thing I took away from it was just being uh, comfortable uh, in that environment. Because I, I started on that show when I was three and a half. And um, I, I did, I was on it until I was about 11 and a half, 12. Um, so I, I grew up in that, in that world. I grew up on a set, grew up in, you know, uh, memorizing lines and, and looking for, you know, finding my marks and things like that. So just being comfortable with being on a set, being on a show. Um, I, I really, when I was that young, I didn't, know that I was on TV. I didn't know it was something that not everybody did. I really thought that everybody had the same job. I didn't, it wasn't until I was probably five or six that I kind of realized, how do, how do people know who I am or why do they come up to me and <laughs> know who I am? I thought everybody did it. Um, uh, so, and I, I really, you know, I, being that young, my mother did an amazing job. My, both my parents, my mom was a stay-at-home mom and was able to, uh, to help me with, with learning lines and, um, you know, I, I I didn't really know what it was to 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 get better at acting or you know treat it like a craft or anything like that. It was just something that was fun for me. So um, not until I got to Young the Restless did I really uh, start to look at it that way. But for sure, it helped me just by being comfortable. Just just to, to to the environment of being on a set, having it be second nature to me allows you to focus on everything else when you end up getting on a a show like Young the Restless that throws you everything. Right. And and how do they, I've always been curious about this, since you were three and a half when you started on there, how do they teach you 
to find your mark and all that stuff, it, like versus an adult, is it any different? Well, it's different for every case. Um, I I was very fortunate that, that um, memorizing came easy to me, so I didn't have to spend a lot of time on that. I, I, uh, I would learn everyone's lines in every scene I was in so that I knew when to speak because I started before I was able to read, and um, that became a habit for me. And then just learning, you know, it, Doing a sitcom, also you have a lot of time. You have we we, we rehearse for four days and then tape on Friday, so you know by by that by that time you have it pretty pretty much down. Scenes aren't too long, um, but uh, you know not everybody was like that. I remember the first time going over to uh, to watch Full House be filmed because they were on the same lot as us, and uh, they used to for the Olsen twins they used to have a dialogue coach say that speak their lines in between the other actors lines while taping. So they would repeat it. I don't know how long they did that for, but I'd for, for at least a, you know, um, a short time they were doing that. So everybody was different. You know, they, 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 they handle every, every child who's, you know, who's on a show like that very differently. Um, and yeah, fortunate for me, it was, it, it came, it came easy. Well, that's, that's a really good thing for you because a lot of people like myself will have problems memorizing things. And, you know, um, as you get older, I should say, when you're younger, it seems like, of course, your mind is much brighter and quicker and you can do that kind of thing. Um, And my, my, how things have changed where you got four days to rehearse and one day to, to tape versus what you do now. Right. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. That, that was, that's the biggest, biggest difference from, from the soap world to really any other um, form of acting, whether it be, uh, you know, on stage, it's theater, you know, you're doing the same thing over and over and over usually in film you have, gosh, days to do a scene and, and uh, sitcoms and, and prime time, you have they put a lot of effort, a lot of time, a lot of downtime, a lot of time to prep. And for soaps, you guys know it's it's mm-hmm. it's uh, how fast can you do it? And we're actually I, I hear that other soaps go even quicker than we do. So really, I didn't know oh, that. Yeah. All yeah, these I've years, heard, <laughs> some friends on on days and some friends on uh, General Hospital who, uh, who share with me that that it they they try and. And crunch down and get through scenes even quicker than we do. Wow. And have more of them. I think they have, I think GH has about 70 scenes they get through in a day. Yeah, well, they they go quickly and they do a lot of different storylines. Like in one day that you're watching, you can see, you know, different storylines happening versus sure. Young and the Restless, you know, stays on one storyline or two storylines for a day. And then maybe the next day you'll see a different one. So I could see that. Yeah, I could see that. (laughs) Well, in 2010 to 11, you played Luca on the vampire diaries. What was your experience like to be on it? And what uh, (laughs) was it like to get out of your YNR character to play something completely different? It was a lot of fun playing something different. Uh, starting on that show, they really de- don't tell the, the guest actors or people that are recurring. They don't really tell you anything about the character because um, they're they're so um, afraid of any kind of leaks getting out and being very they're very protective of the scripts. So I wouldn't even get the script until a day before shooting, whereas some of the other actors 
I remember I worked a lot with Kat, Kat Graham, and she was kind enough to share with me her script, you know, a few days before. Um, but uh, just playing that role and, and playing something that was so, you know, fantasy-driven and supernatural was a warlock, so it was it was very cool to sink my teeth into, and um, I hadn't done anything... Um, I hadn't done anything aside from Young the Restless um, since Family Matters. So getting back into the slower pace of having more time to prepare for scenes and doing a scene maybe, you know, 10 times to get it perfect was, um, you know, a different experience for me, but but one that I loved. I really did love it. The only thing that, that I wasn't too big of a fan of is after you do a scene that many times, when you watch it back on air, it's uh, it's half of it is in the hands, probably more than half of it is in the hands of the editor, because I, I would notice watching soaps, you know that when you do a good scene or when you get through a scene, ninety percent of that that's what's going to be on air, you know maybe they'll cut away and back and forth the, the different actors in the scene, but you know that your performance, that your rhythm, your timing, everything that's what's going to show up on TV, but on shows like Vampire Diaries or anything primetime um, or streaming now the editors have a lot to do with how, how they can speed up or slow down scenes or, you know, affect your timing or the actor's timing within a scene. So it was, I had to get used to seeing that, um, seeing the performances changed and, and modified a bit. But aside from that, it was, it was a lot of fun. I spent, I think, six months, six or seven months filming in Atlanta. And it was my first time there. Um, but I had, had a wonderful time, great people, great food, and, uh, and great friends from that show. Well, I would have to say that it was probably like a vacation for you since you didn't have to do things so quickly. <laughs> oh, you have no idea. <laughs> yeah, no idea. I'd have, I'd have days to, to get ready for a scene that was only two pages, you know, and had a handful of lines and I, I wondered how does anybody ever mess up doing anything else other than soap? Yeah. <laughs> that much time. <laughs> but no, no, it was it was very fun. Would you consider doing something like that again? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and I I enjoy. I since the day I stepped foot on a set when I was that young, I, I've never not enjoyed, um, you know, getting to getting to act. And uh, if I'm if I'm fortunate enough for somebody to to to, to want me and, and to be a part of something, I I would I would definitely do it. So, of course. Well, we love 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 you as Devon, as does a million zillion other people. But um, oh, thank you very much. <laughs> you know, we as dedicated soap fans watch our favorites move on to other things or even do guest spots. So whatever you do, just, you know, keep us informed and we'll be there. Oh, I absolutely will. I appreciate your guys' support. Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. And now I'm going to move on to let some of my co-hosts ask their questions. So, David, you're first (laughs) up. Hey, Brighton. How are you? David, I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm doing very, I'm doing very good. Hey, listen, um, I know in the business it, it can go around and you can come back and work with someone that you've worked with before. So in your case, it was you and Darius. Yeah. So what was it, what was it like being reunited with Darius on Y&R after all those years? 
it was it was one of the best times I've had um, on Young and the Restless, just because on Family Matters, he was the one who really, really um, took me under his wing uh, and and looked out for me when I when I was. When I started on the show, you know, actually during the whole time, we all have a studio teacher, and it was one woman at the time. Her name was Linda Stone, and um, I we would all do school together. You know, all the kids, uh, Darius, Kelly, Jaleel, uh, Jamie, w- they were all in different, you know, grades going into high school. Some already in high school, and I was, you know, as young as I was. But we'd all we would all be together every day, and uh, not just with uh, during rehearsals and stuff. So. He was definitely like a big brother to me, um, and uh, I gosh, I remember one episode of Family Matters. I think it was the first or second Halloween episode that I was in, where I was uh, dressed up as Spider Man, and while I got Waldo lost me, and at the end I had this really emotional scene with Darius, and I was I couldn't be more than four years old, but I, I it was the first time I remember seeing him cry, and realizing that oh wow like this is not just all pretend because I really I could really feel it in the scene because he really you know he really cared about me and had that relationship with me and 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 uh, it was real I remember that that it it touched me and I I never forgot it um, about you know what kind of emotion you could show in such a a, a fake environment of, of you know doing a show so to have him come on on Young the Restless and get to have him step into my world. I mean, I don't remember what year that was. I'd been on YNR for, for some time, but um, I think that was his first soap too. Uh, but it was, it was a great time. He, he's, he's one of the best people that I know. And, and we definitely had uh, a lot of fun. I know he and, and Christoph St. John had a, had a great relationship and became good friends too afterwards. And, and uh, every day on set was, was a big, uh, a big laugh fest. It was good. Oh, that's so wonderful to hear. Thank you for <laughs> sharing that with us. Of course. My other question is more of a hypothetical one for you. Sure. I wanna, I want to. I'd like to put you in the executive producer's chair for um okay. for a split second, and if they left it up to you. Mm-hmm. Say while you were away, they said, "Okay, Brighton, who do you want to fill in for you as Devon while you're away? Who would you choose? Who would I want to fill in for Devon? Oh gosh, I wouldn't want anybody to fill in for Devon. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect answer. Perfect answer. Yeah, I would want. I would want hopefully the the fans to to miss the character enough that to come back. Now I know you're looking for a real answer. I I that is my real answer, oh, but I don't know. Only a temporary <laughs> a temporarily leave, not a permanent leave. Just a, um, that's a good question. I haven't thought about you. I haven't thought about that. I I mean I imagine it would have to be somebody that that is a, you know my 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 build and and look at least close to it so it you know uh gosh nothing so i don't know, <laughs> I don't know man i have to get back to you on that <laughs> okay well believe me how, 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 
about how about Shamar? They can bring Shamar in to do it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Nobody Shamar gets in. tired nobody gets tired of Shamar, that's for sure. That's what I'm saying. I know the fans would love that. They need to have him there at all. He can <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe Taj. Maybe uh you know, uh what's uh I haven't seen what he's doing lately, but but um, I know he's he's probably always working. But Taj, you know Taj Maori. Um, yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. 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 He, you know it was he was between me and him. He he auditioned for he was down to I think him and me and maybe one or two others for for Richie on Family Matters. That's how far we go back. Wow. And uh, uh-huh. it's just the first name, one of the first names that just comes to mind. He he could come on. There you go. And temporary, <laughs> as we said, because uh, oh, right, if, if there was any other reason, um, believe me, there would be petitions galore and CBS would be, phones would be ringing <laughs> off the walls. And, nah. Yeah. Well, if, Sh- if Shamar came back, it would be a definite, it would be a, it would be a bit of an upgrade, I think, for people. I don't think I'd be coming back at all if he took uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for your questions, David. Uh, next oh, up is is Anthony. Hey, Brighton. Well, we're really glad you're here, and I um, had the privilege of meeting you at a uh, event in New York a couple of years ago. And so I'm glad that the listeners get to see the fun and adorable side of you, which is uh, oh. a bright light. I'm going to ask you about the Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. You, um, the character of Devon has had a tremendous run. You know, a disability. You've had multiple parental figures. You had a crazy wife. You, you lost your crazy <laughs> wife. Um, yeah. What, what for you was the highlight to play, and what was something that you looked at and said, "Ooh, I don't know about this." <laughs> um. The the highlight I think would be oh the highlight would be when I was deaf when I was deaf for a while because um, that was you know I, really when I got on the show I kind of expected the only thing I knew about soaps were were crazy these crazy love storylines and my my mom watched General Hospital my whole life and I would tune in and out every now and then when it was in the, on in the living room. And all I heard was these, you know, crazy, dramatic love stories. And I thought, that's all I'm going to be doing if I get on a show like this. And I really didn't even know what they wanted with me when I was only 17. Um, but when I got on, it gave me all these, these really meaningful, deep storylines that were very um, – you know, impactful to, to the viewers and important for society to, to, to focus on, you know, foster care and, and uh, substance abuse um, and, uh, you know, family issues, um, but also losing a sense, losing a sense like, like, um, like, like you're hearing was, I remember when they told me that that was going to happen to my character, um, I wasn't, I wasn't nervous or, or scared or anything about it, but it was definitely something that made me go, oh, well, I have to, to really, really do this justice because, you know, this is it's something that you can't, you can't really prepare for too much because you can't know what it's like unless you experience and really go through it. So I just I wanted to do the best job that I could. 
Um, but that was that was that storyline was definitely a highlight just because so much went into it. They would have um, a a sign language coach on set every morning for everybody else for the whole winter's family because uh, I didn't have to sign, but people had to sign to me. But I wanted to be a part of it. I remember I started taking sign language classes at my at my uh, local college and. Um, um, you know, then like Kristoff and Victoria Rowell and, and Crystal, and also uh, Daniel Grazade, they all were in the storyline and had to learn sign language literally the morning of as they were rehearsing their dialogue. Um, so everybody really involved, you know, played a played a big part in, in making it special. But um, to to pull that off and and do a, a, what I thought was a decent job was definitely the highlight. Uh, and there's nothing. I don't think there's any storyline that they they've thrown to me where I went. Nah, I don't know about that. It's it's. I I love it's, I love the the uh, the uh, the crazy ones. I love the the interesting ones that will really make make me work. Awesome. Well, you know, hearkening back to that storyline. I mean, it was it was an amazing storyline. You did more than just a good job. You did an amazing job, and and it was impactful. Oh, thank you. You know, it was all over the internet. It was in the magazines. You know, you guys really shone a light on something that, you know, you don't really see in in prime time. Maybe you'll see it in a movie as a secondary, um, you know, but to see it day in and day out and and, and the way you played it did really impacted a lot of people. So I very much appreciate it. You're welcome. Your second, my second question, like David, I'm going to go into the realm of putting a different hat on you. And I like to ask this question of, of our guests. If you could have any role in any medium, any genre, what is your fantasy role to play? Role in any medium or genre? Well, I would like to I haven't done I haven't done film yet, so I would love to to, to be in a film. I'd love to go to a movie theater and, and see myself on a screen. That would be very cool. Uh but a role it's, I, and I've tried to answer this question before, and but I, it's it's hard to pick just one. But I think any any role that would make me have to be something very different, the most different that I've ever been, where I would have to create you know a new way to speak or a new some different mannerisms and um, change my appearance, things that really would transform me. I think that's most actors, uh, you know dream to do would you play a woman or transgender sure i mean if the the story was if the story was 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 you know if i if i if i related to the story or if i felt something that it was important to tell it's an important story to tell then absolutely awesome thank you well you could always go from your um Family Matters, uh, would you say Spider-Man to playing <laughs> Spider-Man hey. in your adult? <laughs> <laughs> well, wouldn't that be something? Yeah, I'd love that. <laughs> Everybody loves Spider-Man, so there you go. I, my favorite character is Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Anthony, for your questions. Next up, we have Carolyn. Hi, Brighton. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. Thank you very much for taking the time out to come on the show. We're really excited. You're, I, I met you at um, an event in, in Largo, Florida, 
Um, okay. Yes. So, yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah. That was my first time yeah. doing that event. Great. Really? Oh, okay. Well, yeah. you, you, and the and and all the your 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 friends. I I was so surprised at what great chemistry you all had, and what do you? Can you tell us why or how how this came about? Because uh, I've been to a few events and it was it was great. I I really enjoyed it, and you were you were wonderful to all the fans. You took your time and and hung around yep. while everybody had their chance. There were a lot of people there, so. Oh yeah, I mean that's of course. Uh, again, like I said, the the fans are are the reason why I'm able to do what I love to do. So it's it was my pleasure. I had a, I had a blast. <laughs> well, we uh, we appreciated that. And and how how do you get the chemistry going with your your cast members? It was it was great. I, I was yeah, I mean it's it, and well, it's easy because I I mean people in the soap world I and mean, just about everybody I've I've come in contact with there's such genuine um, genuine people um, and we all we all are really like a family. You guys know this how small mm-hmm. the soap world is. Yeah, right. And, and no uh, egos. I know. didn't I didn't see any egos. Um, everybody had had their time, and you know it was it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. I did too. I did too. I'm glad, I'm glad you were there. <laughs> yeah. Um, and my second question is: Are you still a spokesperson for Rad? For Rad, I I would say yes that I am. I haven't I haven't done any any events or spoken on the behalf in quite some time. Um, but if if they ever were to have me, um, you know, or ask me to do anything, I would be there. Um, for sure. Um, and how how did you get involved um, with it? God, with Rad was that was ooh, I was about seven or eight years old, I want to say. And at the time, I was I was um, being asked by a few different charity organizations to be a youth spokesperson and to come and and speak at different events. And um, I was I was a spokesperson for Heal the World for Dare. Um, and for Noise, the National Organization for Youth Safety, which my dad actually worked on the board for and, and handled their online presence when people were, were just starting to get you know, websites and, and that whole thing going. But um, Rad reached out to, to my family and myself and asked if I would be a part of a remake that they were doing of Baby, You Can Drive My Car. They had Paul McCartney involved oh. and um, a few other, uh, yeah, a few other celebrity names in, in this video they were putting together, and and they wanted me to be in it and and uh, lend my my uh, voice and and dance moves. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> when I did that, I remember having a having a, a conversation with with my father about why there weren't other organizations or were there any other organizations like this for kids, just for kids. And we pitched them an idea to create a, 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 um, a separate division of rad called rad kids. And uh, we, we went around and got just about, gosh, I think we had over 75 different um, youth actors, um, entertainers during that time, during the early nineties. And we would go around and, and um, team up with organ- other organizations and travel the country speaking at schools or just at different events and um, about 
about uh, making safe choices about because Rad is, is recording on its actors and athletes against drunk driving. So Rad Kids was right. more about not getting into a car with someone who's been drinking or you know wearing your seatbelt, oh. you know safety issues and road road safety and things like that. So that's well, how that I'm sure you impact, you know, I'm sure you impacted a lot of a lot of lives. Are there any uh, charities that you're involved with for, like right now that you want to tell us about? Right now, I, um, I've just been doing a lot with uh, with the March of Dimes um, through through Kate Linder. You know, Kate Linder has her her annual teas, the tea event oh. around uh, Canada. Yeah, yeah and uh, I've been I've been fortunate enough to to be a part of a number of those. I, I, I think I've done them all. I've um, Calgary, Vancouver, Toronto, um, and. Uh, um, I was supposed to actually be doing one in Calgary coming up, but it just had to be postponed. So I don't know if they have an official date for it yet, but look out for that. Well, thank you very much for all your charity work. That's very commendable of you. I, I thank you. Oh. We all thank you. Oh, it's, it's my well, pleasure. Thank you, Carolyn, for your questions. And last but not least, we have Candace. Watch hey, out. Hey. girl. I was like, you know what? I'm going to make some California sushi. I'm going to make some rolls. Hey. So eating that right now. Oh, that see, look great. at that. Uh-huh. See, I'm gonna pretend that I'm that I'm like down the street and I'm to you guys. Ah, so there you go. Oh, man. You know, sushi is my favorite. Sushi is my, my all-time favorite. Yeah. Oh, California roll is my is my favorite. It's my favorite. When you guys do your live chats, I'll be like, okay, it's uh-huh. Wednesday. I'm like going to have my sushi. We're going to pretend we're all at the table. You know, it's a friendship. <laughs> I, don't mind me. I know. So, oh, you're having a good um, time. Yeah, well, you got to. You got to in these times right now. Um, I wanted to talk to you about a man we respect and miss, Mr. Christoph St. John. Yes. yes. I, oh, man, it's just, it's, ah, miss him so much. Thinking back over the years that you two knew each other, what is the one or two things that impressed you about him that you were like, wow? <laughs> well, the the one thing that that, that comes to my mind that I, that I know I can speak for just about everyone um, is smile. You, well, yeah, but, but and yeah, and uh, to to add on that, I mean, it's it's just what that man has uh, gone through in his life, um, being yeah. a, an actor as a child, um, enduring. You know, family hardships, personal loss, um, just just the 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 amount that was had, was put on his shoulders to endure. Um, you you couldn't fathom it, and I had never met someone who who chose every moment of his life to not just have a smile on his face, but to but to make an effort to put a smile on everybody else's that he came in contact with. And as, you know, as, as rough or as serious as, as work could get, you know, he, he would just, he would just know how to do that. He would know how to have fun in the midst of the work. And then not only in the midst of the work, but he would just do an incredible job. I mean, the, the 
people I got yeah. to learn from when I first got on that show, between him and, and Victoria Rao, I, I, I couldn't ask for, for two better teachers um, on top of everyone else who I get to, to share the stage with on that show. But, but you know, him in particular, I mean, we had just, we shared so many things together and so many storylines and, and he, he, you know, was, he just brought it. He brought it like no other. He he was an incredible actor, but just an even better person. And I've never laughed more. I've never had someone make me laugh more or make me feel like they cared more about um, about my well-being and about my state of mind and, and my confidence than than that man. So. Yeah. It's, 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 it's because I'm, here in Baltimore with Candace, it's a little bit hard to hear you. You're going in and out. Can you guys out. hear me? Can you guys hear me now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we can. Yeah. Okay. Um, I met you, like I said, I met you in 2015 here in Baltimore. Joyce Becker and, you know, So Popper Festivals was here. And yeah. Christoph, like, I really, real quick before I had to go to work, <laughs> I kept, I, you know, like, was like, all right, I'm going to be a little late. I'm doing something. And I went past Christoph and I said, I just want to say thank you for everything. And he was like, uh-huh. no, we thank you. <laughs> and in that moment, in that moment, I felt, I was like, wait a minute. Okay. I literally have, like, this is my second father. Like, <laughs> and he was just like saying how proud he was of everybody. He was like, oh yeah, you oh, know, yeah. check out Brighton. Check out Amelia. Like they're about to kick it. They're about to, and I'm just like, oh my! I'm like, you can tell, right? The like he was so proud of everybody, and we were proud yes. of him. And yes. okay, I'm not gonna cry. Not gonna do it. But, <laughs> but you get it. But it was just you, you like you said. It. Like yeah, yeah, it was like it was it was he he just knew how to make things positive. Yeah, he knew how to and, put everyone to on his on his level because he was he was yeah. you know he made yep. you feel like you 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 were, you were very equal and that's a very special thing. Mm-hmm. And it didn't matter if you were working with him or you were a fan. He made like you said right. an equal. That's and right. that was that was key. So, Christoph, we miss you. Okay. <laughs> Always. Now, <laughs> now today is a very special day. Obviously, today is the yeah. 47th anniversary as, as, of Young and Restless. Another reason, see, another reason why I'm eating sushi. See, look at that. Any time for me to eat sushi is a good time. Okay, so my question is, in your own yeah. words, what does it mean to be a part of this show's legacy? It's it's beyond an honor uh, to be a part of, of a show that's been on for, I mean, to be on for 47 years and to be number one for, and I should know this, but it's a pretty impressive amount of time. Um, <laughs> but just to, just to have, just to have a, gosh, to be a part of a show that has created the legacy that it has and to have, um, you know what what the what the bells created um is very special and the fact that i remember i mean i i remember my first day auditioning for the show i i really like i said before like i really didn't know what they what they were going to see in me 
how they were going to use me, but, but to know that they valued having me on the show and to be a part of, of such an iconic, um, you know, stories is, is it's an honor. I, it's, I, I can't think of anything better to say than that because that's what it truly is. I, I, I owe that show and, and the bells and the creators and the writers and producers my, my whole life. It's changed my life. I've been able to grow up and, and experience, you know, the, some, of the, some of the most important parts of my life while being on that show and, and the friends that I've been able to make um, from it, I, I, I'll have forever. And it's, it's really shaped who I am. So I owe the show my life and it's an honor to be a part of it. Yeah. We're glad you're a part of it too. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Candace, for your questions. You're welcome. And before I ask you some of the fan questions, we all, of course, want to say happy anniversary to the Young and Restless. But we also want to give a special shout out to Brittany mm-hmm. because tomorrow is her one year anniversary since she was on our show. Yay! Yep. Oh, nice. <laughs> <All right>. He had wonderful things to say about you as well, Brighton. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, how nice! Things that we remember—it's like, it's like, okay, like remember everything, every anniversary around here. (laughs) Yeah, that's very cool. So I chose a few yeah. questions, and the first one is from Vegas Baby Eleven, and she—I wa- think sure. it's a she. I'm sorry if it's a he, because you know <laughs> we don't know when we see Twitter names. Uh, <laughs> they want to <laughs> know if you and Brittany can do a live chat for the fans. Oh, can we do a live? Of course, we can do a live chat for the fans. If that's what you guys want, and that's what we'll do for sure. Uh, oh, yeah. we'll, we'll put one. We'll put one on the books. Usually, and, and before we've we've usually said when um, in the soap mag and the CBS soaps in depth, if we if we get to be the number one couple and actors all at once in one week, then we'll, we'll we do a um, a live chat. Um, but if if we have people asking for it, you know. Continuously, or then we'll do it. Of course. Oh, definitely. You got they all of that your radio asking for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell her when I get off this call. I will tell her. <laughs> well, I'll tell you. I mean, since everybody's quarantined to their homes, and you know, we watch our our daytime soaps because those are always fresh and new. But then you get prime time. A lot of them will be on reruns and that, or it may be something you just don't want to watch at night. I'm on Instagram a lot, and I have seen so many lives. It has been amazing. Amazing, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's a new thing. It's it's a, it's a new time for for a lot of people to to you know make their own content and make people interested in what they got really have going on. It's pretty cool. It's, yeah, I mean, you, you get to see what they're doing in their real life. And, you know, it's not something you always get to see. A lot more people are are more private in real life than sure. they are, you know, when they're doing something for publicity. But, sure. uh, yeah, people. Hello. Oops. Still there? 
next one's on. Oh, we'll wait, that out. one's on. Oh, wait, how can I watch that one when that one's on at the same time? You know? There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so they would appreciate that. Oh, absolutely. So the, absolutely. The next one is from Fitz and Live Love. They want to know what it's like working with your real-life girlfriend. <laughs> well, it's uh, it's pretty nice. It's pretty nice. Um, it's, uh, <laughs> uh, the, the best the best part is really, and this is how our our friendship even you know uh, got started, is that we have a really really similar work ethic. We love to to be prepared, over prepared um, for for scenes. So you know the fact that we get to come home together and and prepare and run lines and really break down scenes and and uh you know don't have to to wait for the other person to be free or to get a hold of the other person to do it it's it's very very nice um but also you know getting to getting to share the stage and 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 grow and learn from you know the person that that you also love is is a great thing so i'm i'm very very fortunate Aww. And, you know, it's not often that a real-life couple will get to work together on anything, you know. Right. So this is a little bit different for you guys, and uh, I'm sure it's it's a lot of fun behind the scenes <laughs> and in front of the camera. <laughs> well, that's why we want a live chat, isn't it? <laughs> right, right. I'm sure you guys have been watching our Instagram stories. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you can see the fun we've been having. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. All right, and the next one is from Dis Trini Gail, I guess is what it is. <laughs> yes. Wants to know how life is treating you with the quarantine and what are you doing to keep busy uh life is treating treating me pretty well i mean any any day that you wake up life really couldn't be better um and and you know i'm i'm i get to be quarantined with uh with uh you know with with the person i love too so that's that's been very nice um but also uh (laughs) also you know it's it's given it's um Given both of us time to um, uh, kind of buckle down and, and get some other work done that we've been putting aside, we're, we're, there's some writing um, projects that we're finally, you know, sitting down and trying to knock out, and just just little things, little little side projects that, that you know you you you, you can't uh, you don't have any excuse now not to make time for it. So right, <laughs> just using it to our advantage. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the last question I'm going to kind of rephrase and just put it out there because we don't ask for spoilers on our show, but (laughs) several fans have said that they think 11 or 11 (laughs) or however you put it would be great parents and hope to see an adoption yeah. and or baby storyline. And I'm just going to leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> I, I, will, I will add to that and say, I, I agree. And it's something that I've been saying for quite some time, actually. Um, even, even back when, when it was Devon and Hillary, um, I, I had been talking to the writers about um, eventually doing some kind of adoption storyline. I just think it's, mm-hmm. it's so, 
obvious that it's something that Devon would do. And I think it would be, it's, it's great. I think it would be a great, you know, a great story to bring back to the, to the forefront of, of the canvas. And um, it's, it's never not important <laughs> to, to uh, have that, you know, um, and full circle. Be, exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and to show that to, to the, to the, to the fans and the public, it's, it's very important, but I think it would be a great storyline. I'd, I'd love to, to eventually, uh, for Elena and Devon to to adopt either somebody young or maybe even somebody that was Devon's age. You know, there's a lot more drama with with teenagers. <laughs> right, right, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, well, we would love to ask you a billion more questions, and the fans have them as well. So you can do that during your live chat because we don't want to take up all of your time. Oh, but- we will. For sure. <laughs> We we greatly, greatly appreciate you being on the show, and we look forward to everything that you do and more of Devon on Young and the Restless. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. I, could, I couldn't appreciate you more, really, for having me, truly. Uh, and I'll be on any time you guys ask. Oh, oh thank why you. you. Before you go, why don't you give us your Instagram and your social media feeds so they can find you and learn where to book for that live chat. Absolutely. My uh, Instagram is at Brighton E. James, and it's the same on Twitter. Um, but you can find us on that live chat on, on, on Instagram for sure. And actually keep a lookout because I have another, uh, another platform that I'm working on and talk about side projects called Buildboard. It's a lookout coming out pretty soon, and it's a place where you can, can house all of your social media into one place. So if someone asks you for your, your handle, you don't have to give them five different ones. You can just give them one. So keep on the lookout oh, for that. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Wonderful. Well, thank you again, Brighton, and give our love to Brittany, and take care, oh, stay safe, and stay healthy. Same to all of you. Thank you guys so much again. Yes. You're welcome. Good night. You're welcome. All right, take care. Thank you. Okay, guys. Now you have to bring yourself down a little bit from the excitement so we can talk. Candice <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, dropped again. Oh, Candice. What are you doing, what? woman? <laughs> charging her phone. Uh, she's charging her phone. Oh no, Candace, come back! <laughs> what a gentleman! What oh, an my absolute yeah. gentleman! He was so nice. <laughs> I'm well. I say that every time, but it's just so nice to hear that um, good thoughts come from him. You know what I mean? I mean, well, the, you know, it's funny that the, the three of us, three of us out of the five co-hosts. You have been at events with him, and we've all had the same experience where you're going, you know, the event is billed at two hours, and you're there at the three-and-a-half-hour mark, and he's <laughs> yeah. making jokes and taking pictures. Mm-hmm. You know, there are events, and I'm not going to name any names. We're a very, very, um, you know, nice show here, but there are events where literally they're packing up their stuff at our one59 you know, and it's yeah. like they can't wait to oh. get off the stage and get the heck yeah. out of there. You know, and yeah. then there's events like that where, you, like I said, three and a half hours in and he's still taking pictures and, you know, and talking about when he met Michael Jackson and all kinds of – I mean, he was, he's just a, a really, really great open guy. 
Yep. So yeah, it's nice, really nice to have him here. Well, I have to say I'm extremely jealous, and uh, hopefully one of these days I get to one of those events, and I don't know if they'll be in Chicago, but, you know, I'll do what I can if they get here. So, wow. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to Brighton. Um, It was so much fun speaking with him, and I just adore him and everything that he does, so... Now we are going to move on to our soap chat, and we're going to go ahead and start out with the bold and the beautiful. Uh, Lots of things have been happening, and I I want to start out with um, Thomas finally getting what was coming to him, Um, but, but I have to say that there was one moment that I actually felt sorry for him when he, he started crying because I think he finally realized what he had done. And it takes a lot for me to say that because all this time that this storyline has been going on, I've wanted to throat punch him. Like I've said before, (laughs) you know, (laughs) but, but to see him standing there with all of his family saying all those things to him. Now, they Mm -hmm. said it with love, but their actions where they're all turning their back on him, literally. I mean, gosh, can you imagine how that felt? I think the sharpest one was from Douglas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, um, Hands down, without a doubt, best younger actor slash actress. Uh, you know, of the year goes to, to Douglas with a great runner up going to, you know, the little diva at general hospital. But um, we all know that I have a major love for Violet, but hands down best younger actor goes to the the kid playing Douglas. I mean, he is phenomenal. Seriously, there's no words. I mean, that child brings it out like no other on that show. He's just, I'm in awe. I'm in awe. He had to be born with this, this ability. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I mean, obviously yeah. he's getting to play with some amazing actors mm-hmm. and he's probably soaking it all up. Children are sponges. This one is, you know, one of those big sham wow sponges, but, um, you know, there's gotta be a, a natural affinity in there that and my God, he's just every scene that he, he hits it on point. You know, there are some, that it takes a while and they're a little flat and, and mm-hmm. you know what they're going for, but it doesn't quite hit faith, faith, faith. But, um, you know, he just knocks it out of the park in every scene that he's in. And that oh when he was speaking, it, it tore, you know, it tore my heart, my, my, right. in my own personal life with my mom, not my dad, but you know, I could feel the emotion <clears throat> welling up. I, you know, I cried. I literally cried during that scene. Um, just it just evokes it evokes emotions inside you and that's really really good soap telling you know i i couldn't wait for his for thomas's comeuppance as they say but um mm-hmm. I, I didn't expect it i really kind of expected it to be cartoonish i didn't expect it to hit the emotional levels that it hit um it, it was just a wow 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 yep 
that sums it up. <laughs> Candace? Um, well, first, happy anniversary, Bold and Beautiful, 33 years. Woo-hoo, woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. Um, here's the thing. The little boy who plays Douglas agreed. That's what triggered Thomas to cry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Douglas, yes. because you know the stuff with Zoe and Hope, and that was one thing. But with Douglas, because there's a scene, there's this part in the scene where everybody is circling around Thomas, and he looks at Douglas, turns around. We see Quinn, Eric, Ridge, Brooks, Duffy, Vinny, Hope, Liam, and he looks back at Douglas. And Douglas yep. has that I'm so disgusted face. Like yes, he did. It's one thing. It's one thing when adults confront you, but it hurts hard when a child does it. Because especially your own so child. Yeah, especially like any child, because child, children are innocent creatures, and and I can't stress that enough. And they don't know what's going on, but when he says, "No, Dad, you told me to lie." I'm like, oh! I was like, yep, you can't, you can't trust an adult, but you can trust a child. It was so good, but I had some issues. Quinn, Wonder. don't act. Quinn, don't act like you were innocent, cause you knew right. some stuff. Right. Gone, Zoe, girl. Yep. Zoe, even though I was with you, I was with you, girl. When she, when you was like, no, I'm like, honey, you know some stuff too. You knew about what mm-hmm, Thomas yeah. did to Emma. You know about the baby stuff. And then I'm like, Stuffy, even though you look gorgeous, Stuffy, you really did next to Vinny and Carter. I was so proud of CBS for that. Thank, thanks, CBS. Thank, thank, thank you for giving me some hope there. I'm still like, Stuffy, don't act like you're innocent because you're a dummy who went along with your brother's plan. And, yes, I know, you know, she told Liam and Hope, I know. But deep down inside, you know she didn't want to. She didn't want to. But can we talk about somebody else who rocked that scene? Thorsten K. Of course, yeah. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Not only did the child speak, but when your father, I'm about to get the Holy Ghost in me, when your father says that he can't look at you, he can't stand you, you've done, yeah. you've done it. And yeah. the thing was, it it played so well into history because, like Ridge said, he's always there for his children. No matter what stuff they've done, he's still going to be by your side. And, Thomas, there's been plenty of times where Ridge has done that, told everybody that he was really Douglas's father. One, when you set the house on fire that almost killed Stuffy and Rick. Two. Yeah. But it also goes back into Ridge and Eric's history. This, see, this is how Bowling Beautiful operates. I wish that we had a scene, though, with Eric and Ridge, though, because Eric said the same thing to Ridge back in the day when Ron Moss played him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ridge, Ridge yep. messed up. By, I mean, think about it. Ridge made Stephanie think Eric was having an affair. It, it's just mm. Bone the Beautiful has been through a lot in the last couple of years, and a lot of people have said stuff about this show. Oh, this show is so disgusting, you know, da, da, da. But at the end of the day, when there's a payoff of a story, it makes you as a viewer just proud, especially if you stuck with them 
while everybody else is yeah. nitpicking. And trust me, we nitpick. But see, Bone Beautiful mm-hmm. did something that some other soaps have forgotten to do, the right format. It wasn't over in three months. It wasn't over in six months. No, it took a full year for this chapter to close. Because the next chapter, oh, you think Thomas just walked out like that? Without a, that's without that's a what I was going to say. Where do you think he is and what he's doing? Oh, oh, he's plotting. Oh, he's plotting. You really think Thomas is going to come back? Like, I can see him right now coming back and everybody going to be like, where were you? Oh, I was talking to mommy. I, I fixed my stuff. I'm, I'm so sorry. And I can see him going on an apologetic tour to everybody to regain mm-hmm. trust. And when you least mm-hmm. expect it, he does something wrong. Bam. I watch Lifetime. <laughs> no, everybody gets sick and tired of me saying that. But it's like you, like they're not going to have Thomas go through all this just to like make him back to. Oh golly gee, I'm so happy to be here. Hope I want to be your friend. No, he's plotting. He is so plotting. And Zoe, girl, even though I still want you to blow up the place, all three of y'all better watch out. And Stuffy and Vinny. Mostly you, Vinny. <laughs> you better Even be though, afraid. <laughs> because he's going yeah. to in my mind, if this is like a classic soap, I can see him doing that, like really plotting. Even though nobody will know it, because it's like, okay, kumbaya. But I can see him being sneaky. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead Bolden. Yeah, yeah. yeah ahead. I, I, yeah. I think that he's either plotting or... I I mean the first thing my mind went to was he's going to get in his car and like commit suicide or try to commit suicide because we know that, that you know they're not going to let Thomas go off of the show, um, but um, that was my other thought. And then maybe then he'll get you know the help that he needs. What I really you know what I really like to see, what I really like to see is that he is plotting. You know, and when he has to put on the good face, you know, in making the the right reparations and so on and so forth, that the father-son relationship really starts to affect him and whether or not he can actually go through with, a, with whatever the next Thomas phase plan is. Because I think he – I think the only one who really affected him was Douglas. And if mm-hmm. he's coming back being, you know, being the good Thomas – even though he's got the underlying agenda, because you know what's going to happen. Even if it blows up in his face, and, you know, I'd like to really see them explore that father-son thing, because the chemistry there is just, it is so palpable. It is so good. That kid is amazing. You know, Thomas himself is, you know, we love to hate him. And if we love to hate him with the energy, you know, he's the male more or less right now. Um, you know, mm-hmm. if we have this much energy well, invested in him, he's a great actor. So yeah. my mm-hmm. hope is that, oh, that they no really doubt. do explore the father-son, the father-son between the two of them. They've got two mm-hmm. golden pieces on the chessboard. They need to play with them. They really right. do. Right. I hope right, we're getting right. a Sally, but go ahead, can, go ahead, people, continue. Oh, we got to talk about Sally. <laughs> You said what? Go mm-hmm. on to Sally. I said I hope we get yeah. to Sally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. We can do that now, Sally. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. I'm disappointed. Okay. 
I'm sorry, none of y'all can see me. I'm doing the slight little I told you so booty dance. Told you so. I I told told, told you so. Um, (laughs) I have to know, Candace. Go on, girl. I have to know because I've been waiting for tonight's show so I can hear what you got to say. You know, okay. Okay. At first I was like, okay, this would be a great plot. You know, if we didn't know what it is, again, like I said, we, you know, if they told us what the symptoms was or whatever she had, everybody would be going on WebMD, checking the seat, like, oh, oh they doing it right there, and that, 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 that. When I found out, first of all, okay, 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 backtrack it. I kept thinking, all right, and like Anthony is going to gloat, if she was faking it, it's going to go two ways see it going the other way. It's not going to go the way that we think it was going to go. It's going to go the other way. I was rooting for Sally. I was like, go ahead, Sally. You know, if you're really sick, you know, I'm going to miss you. But then again, I'm like, you ain't leaving the damn show. When they said this girl was faking, I was like, oh, brilliant. I was like, Sally's going to get everything that she lost the first go around. Katie, you're like diarrhea. You keep running. You ran your mouth, Katie. This is all on you. But then I was like, when she said what she said, that she was trying to get back to everything and she wanted Wyatt back, I was like, Lord Jesus. I said, and there goes the story. This is because you want Wyatt back. I'm like, really bold. Like, you were so good, like, a couple of days ago, and then you dropped that one. I was like, okay, so who's going to find out first, Flo or Wyatt? Because, Sally, you just put yourself in the corner. Like, I I I mm, feel so bad what? right now because okay all I, right so I'm gonna I, jump go in there because you. that's exactly how I felt and then the thought occurred to me what if this is a tri layer a tri layer herring that they're throwing at us and in the end she don't really want him back she just wants to play with his head the way he's played with her over and over again. That and was my finally, thought. When she's finally gotten to the moment, she'd be like, yeah, you dumped me. You asked me to marry you. You dumped me again, and then you came back because I'm dying. See ya, wouldn't want to be ya, and Flo's already with somebody else. That's what I'm hoping, but I have a feeling it's going flat, and it's not actually going to go there, but that's what I'm hoping for. Right. Well, that that was what I was thinking, too. Um you know, that it was a revenge thing. And I actually didn't, I guess, you know, my mind works differently than yours, Candace and Anthony, obviously. Um, um, I actually didn't think this was any kind of fake thing in the beginning. um, I didn't either. Until uh, the doctor comes to the house and insists on telling Wyatt the truth. Now, those doctors have a confidentiality exactly. agreement Hippolyte. with their patients yeah. that they cannot Ooh. tell anybody anything about your medical stuff unless they are given permission. And this doctor was insistent on telling Wyatt. And I thought to myself, oh, no, uh-uh, something's going on here. This is not real. And that's when the bomb dropped. Yep. 
I like I said with Katie. Because that's my other issue is Katie. And I know she got issues going on right now. But Katie, you, like, to me, I I knew this story had to be about Wyatt in the sense that Katie was like, she was like, you need to tell Wyatt. You need to tell Wyatt. I'm like, Katie, why can't she tell CJ? Why can't she tell her her family first that she's dying? Why she got to tell Wyatt? And then I'm thinking to myself, Candace, and I said, yes, Candace, you know darn good well what Katie is trying to do. And I said to myself, again, Candace, why would she do Oh, that's right, because she's the only one who believes in flow. Like, now, like, even though they haven't really addressed it, like, here's the thing. When Katie was talking to Flo and Flo was like, well, me and Wyatt, we love each other and we can go, we can speak, we can go through anything. And Katie is like, you know, kind of like, well, that's good that you guys, you know, have each other and stuff like that. And I'm thinking to myself, Katie, you had Wyatt too. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they're not for nothing, but I just, I don't get Katie's involvement. So that's why when I when all this came out, I was like, ha ha, Katie's going to get it because she ran her mouth. Ha ha ha. Oh, but it's for Wyatt. <laughs> I want to get back with Wyatt. I I want him. I love him so much. I can't stand him being with somebody else. Really, Sally? Because you was with Thomas before before Wyatt. I just want to point that out there in the world. There you go. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, David, what do you think? I was I was disappointed because I thought the. I thought everything looked real to me. The tremors, and believe me, I know what it means to have tremors. Mm-hmm. Um, the tremors and and how she could fake being a bad designer. I mean, only well, even even when she was faking well, that when she was alone. That's what made me think it was real. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's both the ultimate red herring. And, you know, of the four remaining soaps, they are definitely the the king of the red herring. You you know, I I will always go back to that Friday where uh, uh, Quinn killed Katie. And Uh it was like, what? Or the Friday when when Miss Sheila Carter popped back up. Now, of course, that was so damn flat that we... Yep. Or in Maya. But, um, you know... Yeah. Hey, that's the anniversary too. That was this past yeah of the Maya storyline. Good grief! Which but, we need, you know, which we need to see more. Of. Where, where the heck did Maya go? Uh-huh. So, always yeah. babysitting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But well, kudos to kudos to Bo though, because once you know, once the baby story came to its head and we got the payoff. They really did take notice, pay attention, and give the fans what the fans have been complaining about for, you know, for the previous seven months out of the previous year. And, and we do have yeah. two, two major storylines going on at once. Um, yeah. So, you know, kudos to both for keeping that going. And now that the A story has now, you know, has now culminated, you can see where the, where the beginnings of the next B, you know, the next B storyline is going to be. So, mm-hmm. you know, all in all, yeah, all in all, they're doing a tremendous job of weaving more story and, and having everybody on canvas. 
not talking about one thing. Hope Liam said. Right. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, you, right. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now, now, okay, we are going to be talking about who else? Dollar Bill, Bill Brooke. Ridge Brooks. Oh. I mean, <laughs> well, that's, that's that darn I mean about picture the frame. Story, the next C storyline ramping up. Absolutely. Yep. Right. You yep. know? And, yep. and mock, mock my words. Miss Taylor's going to blow back into town by summer. Mock my words. I, I have a feeling, too. But what I'm looking forward to is this uh, continuation of this battle between uh, Brooke and, um, uh, oh, my gosh, what's her name? Katie. Katie. No. Quinn. Katie. Quinn. 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 No, it's, uh, Quinn. Yeah, Quinn. Okay. I, I think we dropped the ball with that. I, here, okay, I'm going to go back to the Bill and Katie stuff. Why is it that Bold and Beautiful can't come up with anything else for them? Is it like Katie got something, like Katie, Katie's heart or, or liver or kidney or toe or tongue goes out. Mm-hmm. And she needs a transplant. Bill yeah. is always either locking lips with somebody or that's it. And it's like, okay, didn't we just do this storyline like three years ago? Yes. Mm-hmm. With Bill, Katie, and Brooke, and, you know, Bill saw Where the light. she literally and, pushed him into her sister's arms. Right. And then had second thoughts. Because mm-hmm. wasn't she dying? Wasn't Katie dying? I forgot. Because she needed a heart. No, the heart came from Storm. She needed. She no. It was an affection, wasn't it? It was an affection, or something. I don't know. I lost track. She but, had the infection. Then she had the alcoholism. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh lord. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 Mhm. That's it. That's the only thing we can remember that Katie and Bill has got. You know. And does she have any of her original body parts? Her I mean, eyes. you know, was she still under warranty? Because <laughs> I, yeah, her eyes. I guess. Yeah. Her fingers. I don't think any of her body parts are original at this point. <laughs> her, um, but no, I mean, I'm being, I mean, here's the thing. I always say this. You guys, Heather freaking Tom, who's going to be going for her other Emmy this week for next year. Mm-hmm. And Don yep. and these are two soap legends who do, like, in my eyes, I can't do any wrong because anything they give, they can read the telephone book to me. And I'll be like, oh, my God, that was so dramatic. But you're putting them in yeah, the same predicament. Broken Ridge, look, I'm so done with this. I, I mean, I, I understand it's forever, Bridge. But, I, I mean, I just don't see it. And I don't, I mean, I understand Quinn is coming back up into her bad girl ways. Thank you, Jesus. But Quinn, mm. honey. What's your point of doing this? Because I understand that you're fighting Shauna's battle. I get it. That's but your she's body, a big girl. Shauna. Right. But um, it's a little too much because you kissed Ridge a couple of years ago. And uh, I just, you know, I'd like to point that out. 
Let's start it off between well, Brooke and Shauna. And then well, Quinn I takes think it something and inherits it. I think there's something in the deep past between Brooke and uh, uh, Quinn and Shauna that's about to come out too. Because there's, 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 you can almost see it. That there's something hanging between them that's going to come out and explode as well. I hope so. Like, mm. well, no offense, Denise, Denise Richard, I love you, but I think it is time for Shauna to go and flow. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yes. You know, and Quinn is not altruistic in any way, sense, you know, any way, shape, or form. So there's something there, and, and it's just gonna, it's just another, you know, that's the B storyline that's coming up. That's gonna become the A storyline for a little while. Um, and I'd love to know, you know, hopefully, you know, it's a nice, uh, you know, it's dramatic, explosive, five way. Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. That every, you know, yeah. all, all five of them are involved, affected, so on and so forth. And it's like, oh, oh my God. Go ahead, girl. Sorry to cut you off, but that storyline is Kill Flow. Murder mystery. <laughs> somebody finds somebody in the desert. Okay, see, I'm just going to throw out, I'm going to throw out another one. Wyatt. <laughs> Is actually showing a son. But oh, boy. Oh. Mm. What do you think? Oh, but, ew. Oh. Ew. Ew, yeah. No. Oh, ew, ew. Yes, but, ew, yes, but it would be explosive. Ew, no. I can't. <laughs> if Sean and Wyatt, see, if Sean and Wyatt didn't hook up, and I know what you're going to say, because I, I know everybody's going to say, Candace, don't you do it since Gallon Light was your favorite soap. Ill because no, 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 hell no. No, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. Now, you're right. Be, you're right. No, I'm sorry. She could be Liam's mama. Well, to keeping with time, we should probably move on to our next show. Pam, where do you want to go next? Uh, Y&R. All right. Oh, yeah. All right, all right, all right. Celebrating 47 years today. Hey. Okay. Now, when we start with the Young and the Restless, I have got something to say. This is my per- public service announcement for the evening. You know I always have one. So now I'm going to, uh, going to address the haters online who keep messing with Sharon, Sharon Case, Sharon R, you know, Sharon Newman, slash whatever, you know, all of her last names. I couldn't remember them anyway. Okay. Uh, if you have not had a woman in your life who has had cancer, then maybe you can say something. But most of us have. And one of the things that's part of, of the progression of, of, of the, what's going on with them is that they want to appear normal. They want to make themselves look okay. They want to look like everybody else. They don't want to go out in public looking sick. They don't want everyone right. looking at them and knowing that woman has cancer. So all you people out there who are hating on what Y&R is doing, leave it alone because they're actually doing what everyone does in real life. They're letting her try to live a life as, as, as the woman that she is, minus, you know, in, in spite of the cancer. 
you know, could we get a scene where she's hacking up and her hair is up in a, a, a you know, what are them things called, you know, them scrunchy things? Can we get a scene mm-hmm. like that? Yeah, but you know what, day to day, that woman is going to put her makeup on. If she has to wear a wig, she's going to wear a wig. Sure. That woman is going to wear what she needs to wear to feel strong, to feel powerful, and to feel healthy. So leave it alone. Right. That's my public service announcement for, the, for Y&R. You see a lot of that, on, Anthony? Guys. Yeah, there's a lot of it online, and I'm tired of it. People are saying, oh, she didn't really, if she didn't want to play the cancer role, then they should have given it to somebody else who was really going to play it. We should see her sick. We should, no, we should see her like every other woman who has had to deal with this, trying as best as they can to keep their life as normal as possible, including how they look, how they dress, and wearing makeup and, and nice clothing. There was now, there are three ladies on. There were three ladies on this on on this call. Am I wrong? No. Yeah. Absolutely not. You, you, you try to be normal. <sighs> Here's the thing. Even Sharon said it. She doesn't want everybody to worry her, and she doesn't want to worry them. She wants to, you know, cook and clean and keep everything normal because reality is is that. Like Anthony said, when you're sick, you want to be normal as possible because later on, your normalness becomes completely different. And uh-huh. that's that's what Sharon is worried about. Right now, she's trying to make sure everything is normal so when that day comes, and when that day comes, we saw a glimpse of it during the storm. She got sick. And the yeah, normal was she did. was trying to be so she was trying to be mama to Faith and to Mariah, right. mm-hmm. and she got up, she got dizzy. The same thing with Ray, you know. She she even asked the question, "How can you love me right now?" When that special episode aired of Sharon and Phyllis had made a comment saying, "What man would want you like that?" Ugh. Here's the that reality is is what. I, Anybody who has cancer or any kind of illness and is in a relationship or, you know, considering it, that thought does come across. Uh-huh. When I get yeah. sick, will that person stand by me? If I start uh-huh. dating while my hair is coming out, will they like me? This is the reality of many. And and I will say this because, I, because I'm paying very close attention to the storyline as I do with all, like, you know, storylines like this is that, look, some people can't handle hard truth. When I say hard truth, I want you to go on YouTube. Go to, put it in, General Hospital, Monica and Allen. Yeah. 1995. Go back to um, Young and Russell's even when Kane was shaving Lily's head. Or when Ashley was getting her hair cut. Or Gone Light with Reva. With with um 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 Lillian. Lillian, yep. Yeah. Go go take a look at some of these clips because over the course of time the reality is is that we don't want to face the reality. Actually, you know what? The last person to have cancer who had who was trying to act normal, Stephanie Forrest on Bone and Beautiful. All right. When she found yeah. out about her cancer, what did the homegirl do? She looked in the mirror, put some lipstick on, and was like, I'm to die. She's going to take on the world again. 
right. The sickness doesn't you you can control your illness, and I say that the illness, reality-wise, the illness does control you. But you don't want to put yourself in that mindset, and that's what Sharon is trying to do. She's trying to be a good mother, exactly. a good exactly. friend. Exactly. To use. To use a buzzword right. from politics, she is trying to control the narrative right now. Mm-hmm. And any woman would be doing the same thing. And kudos to the young and the rest of them. Because honestly, y'all heard me four, four weeks ago on this show saying, I don't know if they're going to be able to pull it off. You know, when, when a storyline like Monica, when a storyline like Guiding Light, when you've had that powerful of, of, of you know, a cancer storyline, you know, you got big shoes to fill. And as far as I'm concerned, so far, ding, 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 they be hitting it. They be hitting it and hitting it hard. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, uh, it's been it's been really rough watching this because, you know, my mom died of breast cancer. And to see Sharon going through it, you know, I think back to what my mom went through and what we went right. through. And how she tried to be strong for us and tell us, you know, she didn't need any help. And she's, you know, we wanted to, you know, make meals for her to find a caretaker for her during the day when my stepfather was at work um, 45 minutes away, actually an hour away. And I lived 45 minutes away from her. And you think about her being at home alone and you know, after she would mm-hmm. have a treatment, she would come to my house and stay there until my, my stepfather picked her up. But I think about all of these things. So, you know, in reality, Y&R is being true to form with showing a lot of this stuff. And I think eventually it's going to come down to Sharon losing her hair and all the other things that go with right. that. Yeah, but if it all happens in the space of three months, then we'd be we'd be hearing the comments from the other side. Oh my God, it doesn't happen like that in real life. Oh my God, she lost her hair in a month and now she's wearing a wig, and you know, it's, right. it's like they're damned if they do, they're damned if they don't. And honestly, they're doing a phenomenal job. Yeah, I, I gotta go back to that scene where she where she spoke to to Mariah and Faith. I I, I mean, that's, yeah. that's one of the best soap opera scenes I have seen in five to ten years. Minus the yeah. Moral West and the body bag. You know, nobody's right. going to top that. But otherwise, well, I, you know. Well, that's true. Other than that, it's one of the top five scenes in, in the last 10 years. Honestly, yeah. they're doing a tremendous job. Leave them alone a little bit. Right. And flip, right. And flip it, too. And real quick, flip it. I got to give them credit for flipping it because I like the scenes with Nick and Ray and Faith, especially Faith, because Faith just had a friend who lost her mom to cancer. I like uh-huh. that tie-in. And Faith is yeah. trying to be big girl now. She's trying to be like, okay, I got to step up. I like the fact that we're seeing, even though it's not on, on the screen like every single day, but we're still getting moments where they're like, well, I hope Sharon knows that, you know, I'm trying to do this for, you know, for Sharon. Like, you know, when it happens, and they were like, don't think like that. You got to be strong for her. And it's just like, I love those scenes. Like, they're still talking about it. You know, I like out, out of this whole situation, but Sharon and Victoria are friends. Well, look at her and Nikki. That's what I was going to bring up next. Okay, yeah. Well, That's what I was going to bring I up love next, that. too. Yes. I Me love too. that, too. I loved mean, it. Oh. Loved that it. That was William J. Bell. Somebody, some Lee Phillip, we miss you too, honey. 
that was William J. Bell writing through somebody's soul. Like somebody possessing the music. I'm like fine. I'm like flashbacks of when they first started. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I was thinking of yep. you, Anthony. I was like I was, I was like, thinking okay, of you too, Candace. Through. I was. I was like, come through, young and rustless. Give me that old school. I mean, these two have been through it. Through mm-hmm. it. Milk bath, cow hay, love moment. Right. Both of them married to Victor, even though we don't recognize Sharon and Victor as a married couple. We try to have amnesia for that. Um, don't know about that anymore. Um, I. For 2021, so we're not getting 2020. I'm sorry, Mari. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's dig into the other foursome. Are they going to make it? What's going to happen? What are your thoughts with? I'm going to ask which foursome because there's a lot of foursomes out there. Um. Oh, my gosh. Mind is not focused tonight. Sorry, people. I had an all-nighter with my dog being sick all night, so I just did not get much sleep. So forgive my memory lapses. But the four. Um, we, get, we got we got Kyle. Um, oh, oh, those that, four. That, oh, oh, God. Yes. The young and the restless. Yes. Yeah, I was thinking about you, Anthony. I was thinking about you, Anthony, with this. I was like, how would Anthony say this? How would he feel about these these four lovely people? And all I kept thinking to myself was, you would think it was a train wreck, but then you liked it. Um, I think he liked it once. Yes, yes, and no. Um. God forgive me, but it's it's becoming repetitive. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, honestly, it, 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 it's time for one of them to be like, "Yo, we just keep doing this over and over and over again. What's the real deal here?" Or, or something to that effect. It, 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 mm, I, I'm sorry. You're waiting for I'm, Kyle to change with- its mind again. Oh, yeah, you know, oh, my God, his father is Jack. Like, what's going on? His mother's Diane. I mean, come on. What is going on? You're not enjoying, you're not enjoying to see who's going to be the one to mess up, who's the one who's going to get their heart truly broken, who's going to really be happy, and who's going to be like, I told you so. You're not waiting for that, for that to happen? Because I am. That's why I'm loving it. Well, you know what? What one thing that blew me away? One thing that blew me away about all of this is how Lola just walked away. There was no fight. Like you love this man with all your heart, and you just do you know why she did it? You can have. But do you know? But do you know why she did it? It was said earlier in in one of the scenes with Theo, and she explained it. Because here's the thing, Lola is used to it, right? But that's the, that's the reality. She, but she's also hurting. Like, like they said, she's doing a good job of putting on a good face because she yes. doesn't want anybody to see her weak. 
Because I have no doubt it's right. hurting her, but it was just well, the way the scene played off. Who's, hurt me. who's gonna yeah. come in as a as a normal middle class kind of person or, or lower middle class or whatever you wanna call it, between these two powerhouse, you know, heir to the throne characters, you, you know, people and, and say, I'm gonna win him over Phyllis's daughter, Summer Newman. You know, I mean, that's 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 reality. That you know, those emotions, those emo- you gotta be. Lola was never written as that vixen character that says, you know what, I ain't got money, I didn't grow up that way, but you know what, I got the banging body and I got a brain. Come on, Kyle. You, you know, that's it's written pretty damn well as far as that part is concerned. Mm-hmm. But honestly, because she's cleaning, you know. I, I'm going to answer Candace's and, and Pam's like question in the same in the same way in the same answer. The history of Kyle and and Summer goes back how long and how many mm-hmm. different phases? Right. And if they keep coming back to each other, any normal person, man, woman, or goat, is going to say to themselves, "Do you know what? These two keep coming back to each other. It has to mean something." And they come from the same world, you know. They done, you know, covered up a murder together. You know, what am I bringing to the table that's going to overcome all that history, all that heat, all that everything? Now, having said that, Candace, answering your question, they've dropped. I'm sorry, Young and the Restless. You know I am trying so hard to get on with you. And and Sharon's storyline, great. But y'all have dropped the ball so many times in the last year and a half. And the way that it played down so quickly and so just like, oh, he kissed her, da, 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 da. I was like, no. Y'all could have reaped weeks worth of drama out of this. What are you doing? I'm afraid that they just don't know how to do it right anymore with these four characters. Okay. They might. I, I will agree that the two weeks when it went from Kyle Lola to Kyle Summer was like, what the, what the, what the. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to say that I feel like there's new energy over at that show. <clears throat> okay? I feel as though there are some wrongs being corrected. And with these two, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying the fact that it's like, okay, yeah, Kyle and Summer, and, and by the way, for this is a disclaimer, I like Kyle and Summer. I like Kyle and Lola. I like Lola and Theo. I like Theo and Summer. And I like Kyle and Theo. There you go. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Covered my book. You know. The no, thing I'm with is, you. Is they, they dropped the ball with the Kyle and Theo secret. Okay, we're moving on from that. They and sure then, did. They sure the did. That been such good storytelling. Yeah. Good storytelling. Go ahead, girl. The thing is, Lola is so different from the other girls on this show. This is why I appreciate her. Because she said, why should she cry over a man who showed her showed his true colors? And I was like, whoever wrote that line deserves an Emmy because that was so true. We all know what Kyle did for Lola. We we were there. He married Summer so she can get her kidney, liver. I forgot. Between Katie and her, I forgot. Okay. So we knew the sacrifice. Okay. Yes, history plays into key with Colin Summer. That is true. And then you have Theo, who's an opportunist. I love the fact that with Theo, 
we're seeing a vulnerable side, but I'm also questioning it. I'm like, Theo, do you really like Lola or are you trying to get back at Kyle for whatever reason? Mm-hmm. Kyle, are you are you so are you so gung ho on Theo? Theo trying to take over your life and your woman, women, I should say, because Theo had both. That you're going to drop the ball, and Summer's going to be mad at you. This is this is all going to play out so well, and I just love the fact Summer is true to herself right now. Summer is being Summer. She's no, not Summer being is like a big Summer is the Summer is the only one out of the four of them that that has the credibility in everything that, that, that in everything they're throwing at her right now. You know what I mean? Right. She's but, so, but, true but to Lola form. is too. And but Lola is also smart because again, she's seen what like her mama, her daddy, her brothers, Mia, Miss Mia. She's seen this. She's seen the cheating. She's seen and everything. And she's a very mature woman. Like you know what? Why should I? Why should I cry and sulk? I've seen that before. It doesn't work. I'm gonna let them figure out what they're missing. By not playing games, and I applaud mm, her true. for that. Okay, Be- okay. Because, yeah. because she, because think, think, think about it. When Kyle woke up and saw Lola and Theo, his freaking face dropped like nobody's business. It was like, oh shoot. Like yeah, Kyle, you're like Lola can move on too. She's not going to sit around and cry for you like the other girls did. Like Lola is her own person, and you know what? Here's the thing. Kyle and Lola are still married, right? Mm-hmm. When that divorce I, now, that's going to be when, – when that divorce and all that, I want Lola, I do want Lola to get some cha-ching. She yeah, deserves take it. it to the bank yeah. for sure. Yeah. Like, even if she doesn't want to, I also will give her credit because she's playing my – she will play a game. Mm, this, oh, you are so much like your father and your uncle. It's not even funny. Yeah. Well, I mean, classic soap, soap telling. I mean, they set it up perfectly for you know for the who's your daddy pregnancy line, and they're not. They don't just seem it. to be. They don't <laughs> seem to be playing it yet, but you know, all the signs seem to be there for it to be dropping at any moment. Yeah, I I yeah. thought. Um, Theo started this out as, you know, a revenge kind of thing to get back mm-hmm. Kyle with Lola, but I think he has truly got some Develop. feelings. Mm-hmm. I think he's got feelings for Lola, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. But then again, so, a couple of months ago, I thought he had feelings for Kyle, so then again, yeah. you never know. <laughs> right! <laughs> you never know. <laughs> right. You never know. <laughs> well, yeah. But um, there's more things I want to talk about with Y&R, but we're going to have to leave that till next time because we're down to 20 minutes. So let's get to days. Well, before we go, can I just make a a, a Y&R? You know what? I'm going to do a public service announcement for each show tonight. Y&R, Powers That Be, Doug Davidson, Bell, Lori Lee Bell, Michelle Stafford, you've got Christian LeBlanc, You've got some powerhouse people on the payroll right now, and you are playing them in these dumb, dumb ass scenes. You know, <laughs> give them a storyline that that makes you, you know that makes us want to watch. 
you got to pay them anyway. They're on contract. you got to give them the money, so give them some work to do that's worth it. Wait a minute. Right. I know. Okay, Anthony, real quick, for your purpose, all i got to say is the next time we talk, we got to talk about Lily, Billy, Nick, question mark. Oh, girl. Oh, girl. Do you not see Lily and Nick coming? Do you not see Lily and Nick coming? Already in progress. You know, my hands always say that they just, you know, if they laugh or cough or, or, or get too excited, they pee themselves a little. I just pee myself a little. Lily and Nick, yes. Yes. All right, Pam, oh, it's going to be Lily and Billy. Okay, we're going to we're days going. of our lives where they had a sex scene this Carolyn, week. you're still there? <laughs> yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Um, we're all here. Carolyn's uh, Carolyn's here, so let's go. Uh, days of our lives. We'll let Carolyn start like this one. What do you want? Yeah. What do you the, want to talk last, about first? The um, uh, Xander and um, the doctor oh. and the technician and God is the hospital that corrupt? <laughs> How does he get away with all this? <laughs> okay, girl. I'm just gonna say this, like I said on the last show. I, this hospital is the same as the damn prison. They were on death row watching an execution, and about 72 people popped in and out of that prison. Right? <laughs> I mean, come on. Come on. Ron, I love you. I love you, baby. I love you, Ron Colabati. I do. But you had 72 people come in and out of that prison boy, before they With gave guns. any injections. You got to do something. They were the guns. They don't, don't they have guns in the tower and, like, stop shooting? Right? Dragging him through the gate with a gun to his head. Did yeah. nobody say that? I mean, come on. Come on. I know. It's the same thing with that damn hospital. I mean, seriously. At some point, when Marlena was poisoned, at some point, you'd think they'd have said to themselves, you know, we need to hire us a better security company. Because right? this hospital is very vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> this, this we need is to have so every true. single test that's run brought to the lab by armed guard, and that guard's got to stand there with a sharpshooting gun, watching but, the technician to make sure. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah, come but on. then they would pay off the armed guard. So what's the sense? <laughs> oh, you know, you're right. Or the armed guard would be under mind control. He'd have a chip in his brain, right, right. and somebody else. <laughs> What I will say real quick, though, how good were the scenes between Jennifer and Gina Hope, whatever the hell she is? Yes, yes. Right? Okay, go ahead, Carolyn, go ahead. I know it's your show, girl. No, no, you go go ahead. You brought it up. (laughs) Those scenes were phenomenal. Phenomenal. Kudos to both those women. I agree. And I'm going to say it. I'll be the one to say it. I don't want Steve back. I don't want Steve back. Even though. You did not say I, that. I did. I did. I like yeah, to dislike Steve. Yeah, he said that last show, too. Yes. I don't <laughs> want Steve back. I like Steve though. 
No. He is, oh, my agree. God. Oh, my God. I agree. Phenomenal playing this role. Phenomenal. He is, phenom- he is phenomenal playing the role. He's got it down to the T with the mannerisms and everything. Yeah, but the but, but yeah, this can't go on forever. You know that. Maybe with a mask yeah, on. Yeah, can. Put a mask on <laughs> and maybe. But no. <laughs> <laughs> I know. No, he said it just uh, I don't know the face and all what's going on just doesn't match. Doesn't match. See, I no. think they should have put a mask on like they did with Nicole. <laughs> right? No, but they yeah, can't they do that because Joe Mascolo, got, you know, God rest his soul, is no longer alive, no, so I... they can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> they can do anything. They can do anything. <laughs> well, I right just I. I just think that we're going to get a, a huge payoff. I, I hope when I say this, we're going to get a huge payoff when um, they find out the truth about the baby. As far as payoff, I mean, it's going to be a gut wrencher. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and um, oh, yeah. Um, Sean Christensen's coming back, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sean is what? coming back. Yeah, yeah. I want to know yes. how they're going to... What that's going to be? Oh, they're going crazy on, on Twitter. <laughs> there was spoilers out there saying he is not coming back as Daniel, but you know nobody can believe anything that's on. Especially she knows soaps. That that chick, you know, she I don't know what she thinks she knows, but she don't know soaps. Um, but the spoiler <laughs> is that he's not actually coming back as Daniel. Oh, okay. I did okay. not read the article because, you know me, I don't like to read spoilers. Um, but I know that I saw that he was coming back when I posted it on the Facebook page. So, yeah. I had to read the article because, you know, his heart's up in, uh, up in, um, 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 uh, uh, what's his name? Help me out, Candace. Who has his heart? Oh, Brady. Uh, um, Eric oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I want to know this this plot twist. <laughs> we have something to look forward to, maybe. No, you know, so far of the three store of the three shows, three out of four had a baby switch. Of the three shows, Bold and the Beautiful has done the best, you know, the best payoff as as far as I'm concerned. However, I'm holding my breath though because this is going to be a payoff. You got Kristen. Now, th- yeah. this woman is is going to be overjoyed and beyond, I mean, you know, but it's Kristen Zamara. That overjoy is only going to last so long, and then she's going to want revenge. Who took a That's year right. and a half of her, ba- of, of her mothering away from her? So, right. you know, mm-hmm. you know what, what I hated about General Hospital is they turned it into the Kali Hour when all came out. It, you know, Michael and Brad were like sidelines in, in the Kali show. When it comes out, it better be all about Kristen. Kristen, Brady, and, and, and Sarah, of course. You know, because Sarah's yeah. going to be, oh, my God, and poor Maggie. Poor Maggie. They, they yeah. must be right in her death. They have to be right in her death. They, they have to be. Because where are they going to oh. take her after this? And oh, I have to say, my God. You know, if Suzanne Rogers, well, we're not getting daytime memories now, but I was going to say, if Suzanne Rogers, well, it would be for next year anyway. If Suzanne Rogers yeah. is not nominated for a daytime Emmy next year, I, 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 I'm, I'm going to start my own hashtag campaign oh and my I'm gonna God. be out there with picket signs. <laughs> no, you're right. She's been phenomenal. 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 Yes, yes. And I love, thank you, Days of Our Lives, for playing all of your cast 
as though they're key players and not, you know, I, I, I love Leslie Charleston. Oh, yeah. But quite not, honestly. You've noticed that. Yes. You've noticed that. Yeah. I, I they, yeah. They play them like, yeah, they play them all as though they're all equal. You know, we don't have yeah. the old beef buttering grandma who pops in, you know, in the quarter main mansion and in the hospital when it's dead. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> mm. Oh, God. No, they are. They're Come on, girl. You know, Candace, you know you want to say the same thing. I'm being nice tonight about Days of Our Lives because I'm waiting for the I'm waiting for the story. I want to. I I'm hoping Caroline talks about it regarding Marlena. Oh. Oh yes. Oh yes. Somebody bring. Go ahead, Caroline. Go ahead, girl. <laughs> You're not gonna like this, but I kind of I kind of oh, switch no. over. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> what are you thinking? No. I don't. I don't know. You guys are better writers than I am. Come on, come on, Candace. Come on, Anthony. Come up with okay. something. That, yeah, go ahead. Dear, dear, <laughs> dear Days of Our Lives, we appreciate you using Deidre Hall, Drake Hogeson, Stephen Nichols, Murray Beth Evans. But as a uh, longtime viewer uh, of Days of Our Lives, I am done seeing Marlena getting kidnapped all the time, John getting punched out all the time. It is time for them to do something else. How many times yeah. can we brainwash Marlena into thinking that somebody is somebody else and John gets punched out? <laughs> the end. I, I mean, yeah. look, like I said, I, I've been watching Listen. the show since the 90s, but I, every, it, mm, I can't. No, they're, they're, beating the, they're beating the dead horse and it's like. Uh, well, over 30 it's, years. It's too much. You know, it's too much. she's got a nice I don't know how they can take a paycheck. I really do not know how they can take a oh, paycheck. Easy. Oh, easy. Easy one is direct <laughs> deposit zero 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 comma yeah. zero zero comma comma. Right. Yeah, I will take it too. <laughs> but, uh, okay, okay, guys, I got, I had, I got lost. I don't know what happened, but I got disconnected, and so I had to call back oh, with did. my phone and. Oh, welcome yeah, back, girl. Nobody missed me. Nobody missed me. No, we did, girl, but we we did we get uh-huh. we did. Let me just say this about Marlena. She's got a nice set of girls. Why didn't somebody why didn't John stuff a stun gun in there? When they <laughs> you know in the first place. I mean, seriously. Seriously. I, you, you know, they I, know what they're dealing with. Like Carolyn just said, it's thirty years of the same storyline over and over and over again. Yeah. They know what they're yeah. dealing with. Well, she should have whipped the stun gun out of them girls and said, "Okay, now Marlene's in charge here." Got right. Him. Well, what I do love is her playing Hattie, and I love yeah, her I and Ro- her yeah, and Roman. Use her. Yeah, use yeah. her. You know, use her, and they're not using her. As, you know, I agree. I agree. And honestly, I gotta say, I loved her standing up for Kate. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love Patty standing up. That was a really cute moment that got passed yeah. over. Now I want to know how they're gonna bring Chloe back too, because she's dead too. I don't understand. I don't understand. <laughs> like, you know, not that I don't want to see that. Not that I don't want to see that on the screen. Did, because, Anthony, you know, did, did you watch? Did you Anthony. watch all of it? Did you Did you watch all of the last last dance? Yeah. You watched all of it. You sure? Yeah. No, I didn't watch the last two episodes. Okay. You didn't watch the last two. Okay. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Should we break the news? No, Chloe's dead. So you're telling me watch the last two? She's not really dead. No, she's dead. Just watch. 
That's what I'm saying. So how yeah. are they going to bring her back? <laughs> Just watch. <laughs> She was, well, she, was dead on, she was dead on the other she, show, but she's not dead on this show. Who knows? I, I mean, right. I just. I mean, keep in mind, they did it. They, you know, stuff happens on Days of Alive. She's, she's dead. And we're sticking at that. Maybe she's, she's dead. Maybe she's on an island somewhere with, with um, Daniel, and they or, would never really or, get in the first place. Or maybe she has a twin that nobody knew about. Well, mm. that's, a good, that's a good storyline, Candace. <laughs> okay, real quick. Yay or nay, the friendship between Will and Ben? Nay. Stand it. Okay. Nay. Yay or nay? Nay. Nay. I say, what about you, Cam? I say yay. Yeah, I, I say like yeah, What about yeah, you, Cam? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <sighs> I didn't hear who Is you said, Xander and who? No, no, no. Yay or no, nay, Will and the ben. friendship between Ben yeah. and Will? Ben and Will, yay. Okay. And All right, yeah. I'm a yay. I'm the only that. one. I'm the only one now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, um, right. Okay. Does anybody <laughs> miss Lonnie and Kirsten? Uh, you mean, I like them you mean their friendship? The friendship, you mean? I love them together, yes. I like them. Yeah, I like them together, too. Now they're both back in Salem. It's like they don't know each other. Like they never had any kind of bonding experience. <laughs> I know. Yeah, what happened? I, yeah. I know. In the beginning, I and Olivia. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was good in the beginning. It was good in the beginning because it was so surprising. It was like, oh, they're friends. Yeah, where did yeah. this yeah, come from? Right. But after, you know, they replanted themselves in Salem, like you said, they don't even exist, like talk or anything. But I'm like, okay, I'm kind of glad they're not friends because one half of that that friendship is still rubbing me the wrong way. And I ain't talking about the one who gets to sleep with Brady. <laughs> oh, girl, okay. I see where you're going with that. Okay. Okay. I, yeah, I mean, I'm happy for Eli, you know, and everything. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But seriously, this girl could have told Abe or somebody a year ago. Like, we did not yeah. have to go through all of this. Like yeah, that's yeah, my yeah. whole issue. It's like you're you're trying to be bad and bougie, but you really could have told somebody a year ago about all this. You did not have to go through all this. Granted, you got some good stuff after you revealed everything. Granted, congratulations. But yep. it, <laughs> it's like and before Eli said. and Lainey, Yeah, yep. it was it it was kind of weak. It's like certain storylines for the time jump worked. And some was like, why did y'all even bother doing this? Hmm? Right. Yeah, I love you, Ron. <laughs> well, I got to say, well, we're going we're gonna have to we're going to have to stick with Dave because we have five minutes left, and we're not going to get to GH, so we're going to have to wait until next time, unless you want to quit Dave now and well, you can grab GH real quick. Okay, GH yeah, real quick. Love G- love Nina and Jax. Love Nina and Jax. Go on. Yeah. When, when, okay. the baby switch fell through. When, when, it's all about Carly. When, when. I got hashtag, one. Hashtag, hashtag. Hashtag. When. Oh, Dr. Portia, I have keep one. your eyes peeled. Okay, Dr. David. Dr. Portia is going to bring You ready for this it. one? Y'all know it. Yeah, Go ahead, David. Go ahead, David. Three words Brooklyn, Brooklyn, stay the hell away from Chase. 
Oh, okay. Oh, no. I'm not, su- no, I'm no, not no. surprised David said that. But the, you can't have a happy couple forever, otherwise you lose them. So exactly. there's got oh. to be a mix-up, you know, mix-up of storyline and heartbreak and, and whatever. You know how this up? works, David. Right, like hashtag exactly. Taggart ain't dead. Like hashtag Taggart <laughs> better not be dead. Hashtag GH, you about to get divorced again. Hashtag bring back Lucky. Hashtag why Elizabeth is broke all of, all the time. Hashtag <laughs> love you. <laughs> oh, Candace, you're too much. Hashtag I mean, more you know, more I, I think. Roxy. Oh. <laughs> I I think that most fans that most fans out there love um, Chase and Willow together, but it just it can't stay that way. I mean, they'll get and boring honestly, and then say, they'll get written off, and then that's going to be it. So exactly, and if he's gonna if they're gonna go in another direction, I'd rather them go Brooklyn and Chase than Willow and Chase, uh, than um, Sasha and Chase. Hashtag keep Sasha and Willow from well. Uh, keep both of the women away from Michael because you know they don't make it to the wedding. <laughs> but I like the four of them. It's finally fully revealed. Get get Maxie and my and Michael drunk and in bed. Thank no. you. No, yes. we want Maxie alive. Yes. we want Maxie alive. We want Maxie alive. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag hashtag Valentine and Nicholas kill Peter. No, no, don't you dare touch Peter. I'm the only one oh, on no. the show that loves him. No, no, see, no honey, no, honey, scene. I want to get out of it. No, I want him to get out of it. I will send you what I wrote for Val- about the scene. I wrote the whole scene out of Peter's death. And it's going to no. be epic. It's going to have no. Valentine. No, 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 no. Oh, my God. Oh, when Candace's I you... call dropped. What happened? Hello, Candace? Oh, no, it's Hello? It's it's oh. no. Did any of you guys this... hear Candace? Emmy Award Hashtag Nels marries a Valentine. <laughs> Hashtag Nels marries a Valentine. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, so it'll be me. Thank you so much to Brighton James. Hello. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much to Brighton James for joining us this You're evening. So it was a wonderful, a wonderful, so wonderful back. interview. <laughs> Keep watching. We'll be back in two weeks to discuss everything that we couldn't discuss this evening. But we're really glad that we couldn't have enough time because we had a great time with Brighton. Look yeah, for us at Take Two Radio Soaps on Facebook and Twitter, and we will be back in two weeks. Have a great day. Safe. Wash your hands. Take care. That's right. Care, Stay everybody. safe, everybody. Can't, can't Thanks, you guys. Can't can't do Periscope and she'll read her. She'll read her script. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag GHK Peter. Hashtag bye, Candace. (laughs) Everyone, everyone, have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. We'll talk to you soon. Bye bye. Good night. Bye.